You're listening to Bottom Shelf Bitcoin. This is episode 48. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Bottom Shelf Bitcoin, the podcast that puts Bitcoin knowledge within everyone's reach. As always, I'm your host, Josh Humphrey, and my guest today is DJ Seeds. He is the creator of the new TFTC.io, as well as LNCast, a um, lightning-powered podcatcher. And uh, so we're going to be talking about all those things and his story as well. DJ, welcome. Thanks, Josh. Uh, Thanks for having me on. Uh, I really like what you're doing here, so pretty cool to be on thanks yeah i um i really like the new tftc website um for people who don't know that's tales from the crypt again i i'd be surprised if anybody listens to this show and is not listening to tales from the crypt but um that's marty bent's podcast so um you recently did their redid their website and then you've also got LNCast, which is, um, well, I'll let you explain it here in a little bit, but, um, before we get into that, why don't you tell us your story, like what you were doing before Bitcoin and, and what kind of sucked you in? Yeah. Uh, so before Bitcoin, I was in high school. Uh, so the first time I actually heard about Bitcoin was, uh, through this news show that we listened to in high school. It was called channel one news. And they had this segment called the la- or the next big thing. And every week they'd have some new technology on there and everyone would vote on whether they thought it was going to be the next big thing or not. So they had like hoverboards and whatever other uh, technologies on there. But uh, one week they had Bitcoin on there and I thought, wow, this thing is pretty cool. It's uh, internet money. Uh, And I was always into into technology. So I looked into it a little more uh, and I decided I... uh, I wanted to get my hands on some. So uh, I researched on how to buy it. Uh, it turns out you needed a credit card, which I didn't have. So talked to my dad. Uh, I tried to convince him to let me pay him cash uh, in exchange for him buying me some Bitcoin. And he said, no, that's stupid. You're going to lose all your money. So um, <laughs> that was that was basically it for um, my first introduction to Bitcoin. Uh, and since I couldn't get my hand up, hands on it and uh, play around with it, uh, I basically forgot about it for a while. Um, but yeah, until this day, my, my dad just always, every time Bitcoin comes up in the news, he, uh, he asks me, how rich would we be? How, we, how rich would we be if we uh, bought X dollars worth? And uh, that X just keeps going up every time. So the first time it was like $200 then like 500 now it's up to like ten thousand dollars worth uh so so when was that that you that you first heard about it and tried to get him to buy you some yeah this was um i think late 2012 um oh wow was yeah around 100 or 200 dollars then um but like the my answer is always uh yeah what really would have happened is we would have sold at the first uh, big price move. So right. like it would have doubled or halved in a week. And then we would either hate ourselves for our, uh, our decision and say we were dumb for buying it, or we were super smart for doubling our investment. Uh, so it's not, not really that big of a, a deal, but uh, he's still upset about it. <laughs> I think that's um, a good point. I, I, my friend that, that first told me about Bitcoin and I've had this conversation a couple times and I'm like, I, I'll, I'll look at him and be like, you know, I wish it hadn't taken me six months or a year from <laughs> you, you first telling me about it to get it. And he's like, yeah, but you like, you wouldn't because you weren't convinced of it at the time you would have sold when it hit a thousand or whatever. And you would have exactly, sold it all yeah. or most of it. And so you'd be in the same situation. Or you so lose I, it I think on it's good. or something. <laughs> right, exactly. So yeah, it's good to keep that perspective that like if if you're really only trying if you're really only saying that because you want the gains, then you would have either gotten the gains and sold out far lower than it is now, or when it crashed, you'd have 
been so upset that you'd have sold it off to get rid of it and cut your losses. So yeah, anyways, yeah, keep definitely. going. Yeah. So, uh, after that, I forgot about it for a while. Uh, and I went to college, uh, studied computer engineering. So, uh, somewhere in the middle of my, my college experience, I, uh, I read another article about Bitcoin and, uh, I was like, wow, this thing's still alive. Uh, and maybe I can understand it now, <laughs> now that I'm actually studying, uh, how computer systems work. Uh, so I read the white paper, uh, and I was blown away. I thought it was pretty awesome. Uh, a, a great technology. And, uh, then I started watching, uh, Andreas videos, listening to Bitcoin podcasts and all the rabbit hole stuff that everyone knows. So yeah, that's my story. Very cool. And so when did you, when did you first start developing anything related to Bitcoin or like um, websites or anything? Yeah. So the first time I actually developed anything was LMCast. Uh, and that I did that in early 2018. Um, so, okay. uh, actually not, not that long ago. Um, but I've, I've been very interested in it. Um, at the time I was just very busy with school. So, um, but love to do, love to do uh, Bitcoin development and want to do more. So, yeah. Awesome. So, um, all right, well then, then go ahead and tell us about, go ahead and tell us about Ellen cast. It's a, it's, you know, it, from what I can see and correct me if I'm wrong, basically it, it you as a content producer like for myself you know i i put in my uh my rss feed and it spits it out and then kind of puts this um you know lightning powered paywall in front of each episode yeah that's um that's the basic idea um the the real uh, reason behind my making it is uh, that it's clear that podcasts have great value with people um and they've been very valuable to me. So I'm always listening to podcasts, learning about new topics. Every time I want to learn about something new, I uh, search the internet for the best podcast on that topic and uh, listen to it while I'm commuting or doing my laundry or whatever. So it's clear that podcasts have great value. Um, but the issue is that in order for the podcast creator to capture any of that value, they have to uh, either become like a mattress salesman or, uh, or go on something like Patreon, which uh, has its issues also. Um, so minimum payments, uh, you can only have as low of, as, as low as $1 a month uh, in payments. So uh, that's a pretty high bar for some people to pay. Um, so the idea behind Ellencast is to allow the content creators to monetize just like as if they're doing any other service uh, to people. So the users just pay per podcast. Uh, so what that looks like is uh, you go on our website, ellencast.com, and uh, you can pick your favorite podcast. Right now we currently have this podcast, Bottom Shelf Bitcoin. And uh, Tales from the Crypt, uh, Marty Bent's podcast that we were talking about earlier. Um, so, yeah, you go to the site, uh, you pick your podcast episode, uh, you click buy, and a lightning invoice comes up, and you pay for it, and just like that, you're listening to the podcast. So, um, that's the idea behind it. Uh, I really just want to help uh, content creators focus on what really matters, which is actually creating content rather than reaching out to uh, advertisers and actually working on selling uh, ads. So yeah, that's the idea behind the, the site. And are you getting a cut of any of that? No, not at all. Um, Why? You should be. <laughs> I think you should be because I think it's a great product, but. Yeah. So there are technical challenges there. So the, the first version of Alan Cast, uh, I released on testnet. Uh, like I said, early 2018. Uh, so it was one of the first Lightning apps on Testnet right after Testnet uh, Lightning launched. Um, so 
Uh, and the way that this worked at that time is it was a custodial model. So um, I would actually receive the Bitcoin uh, on behalf of the content creators. Um, and then the content creators would withdraw um, their balance once it's accumulated, um, also over lightning. Um, so there are some issues with this. Um, one is there's a little bit of a question about the legality of it um, because there are money transmitter laws here in the U.S. Um, where if you're taking money from one person and giving them giving it to another, then you have certain reporting requirements placed on you. Um, so I don't think that they would come after me, but I wanted to minimize uh, the possibility of me going to jail. Uh, and also as a, a big fan of self-sovereignty, I, I just wanted to design myself out of the system so that payments go straight from, uh, from the users to the content creators. So that's why I, uh, I'm not getting a cut now. Um, and uh, yeah, so that was the initial version. The new version um, now on mainnet, uh, it was actually uh, Pierre Rochard's idea uh, to integrate it with BTC Pay Server, um, which is an awesome product. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, uh, listeners, you really should. Uh, BTC Pay Server allows you to um, accept Bitcoin payments. Uh, it has altcoins uh, if you want. Um, but it also recently added support for Lightning. So that was really cool. Um, so now the way that the site works is that content creators uh, have their own BTC pay server connected to their Lightning node. Um, and uh, they pair their BTC pay server with the site. And the site requests invoices uh, for the users and displays them to the user. Uh, the user pays the invoice and, and the site unlocks the audio so that uh, people can actually listen. So it goes straight from the user's Lightning wallet uh, to to the content creator, uh, and I don't touch it at all. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, I was gonna I was gonna mention I I, f I forgot that the one I set it up it did go through BTC Pay Server, um, but I was even gonna mention BTC Pay Server because the whole um, a lot of, I, I was more in on their, their Slack channels and stuff. Uh, I don't know, like a year or so ago when they mm -hmm. were first kind of getting everything started. Um, and that was a big thing was just like trying to maintain a way to not be, to not have custody because of the money transmitter laws and all of that. Um, I, I do want to say, cause I know that whenever you mention altcoins, people are going to, you know, get triggered and stuff just in defense of, uh, Nicola Dorier and, um, rockstar dev and several of those guys that are, they're working on BTZ pay server. They, I, I don't think any of those main guys are working on altcoins. They just, it's open source and they're, they don't refuse people who pull and work on the, the altcoin side of it themselves. If it, if they work on it, the altcoin side and they, they make it work and they submit a, you know, uh, a PR, then, then if it works, then they merge it in. But anyway, yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. And those guys are awesome. I've also hung out on their, uh, their Slack and, uh, they're super helpful. If you have an issue with BTC pay server, they're like right on it. And oh, literally, yeah they they'll fix it in minutes which is absolutely yeah. awesome uh you don't see that kind of stuff in uh, mainstream finance so uh, i think right. that's pretty cool uh, and another thing i want to shout out is the uh lightning developer slack uh which you can find at dev.lightning.community that was indispensable for me uh, as i was figuring out how to uh, create this app uh, the people on there are awesome like having the even having the option to talk to the likes of roast beef is just insane. So it's an awesome community. There's people there like Alex Bosworth, uh, Justin from BitRefill. And uh, if you're creating your own app, uh, there's people all over that site that just want to uh, want to test your app at any stage. Uh, one person that comes to mind is this person, Molly, uh, who really tested out my app for me. So uh, yeah, I just wanted to shout out to that, that awesome resource. 
you know, this is this is something that I think it's easy to forget how how cool this is um, in in the Bitcoin world. Is that you know these these devs and stuff? They open up these Slack channels and these Telegram groups and stuff. And like in the mainstream world, you don't have access to these things. Like, can you imagine Apple just saying like, "Hey, come join our our." Slack channel and being in there with, you know, like back in the day, like just having access to, to Steve jobs or, or any of their developers or like, you know, jumping on with the head devs at Google or, or Microsoft in some telegram channel. Like, Oh yeah. You, you don't get that anywhere else, but you're like, you say like, you know, you can get on with, with roast beef or Nicola Dorier or like, you know, I'm in the samurai wallet telegram groups and you know, those guys are in there and, they'll respond to you and stuff. So it's, it's a very cool thing. Just, I feel like, uh, people who are Bitcoin developers are, are really down to earth for the most part. Yeah, definitely. I think it's, uh, it's pretty awesome and I'm so grateful for all those people. So, yeah. Well, very cool. So, um, we kind of, I, I kind of tangented at us when we were talking, you're talking about how it's, it's non-custodial, um, and you, and you set it up through BTC pay server. Um, so right now is it, it, it's set up in a way that it, it takes, um, makes use of an existing RSS feed, correct? Correct. Yeah. So, um, I'm just thinking, I think you and I had talked about this previously, but like if, if someone, let's say someone was a, um, a podcaster and wanted to create a feed, Actually, let's let's jump back. I'm going to come back to this in a second. But mm-hmm. before that, I think I think this model is really great, and I am kind of working right now on. And this intertwines with what I was going to say um, uh, as far as advertising, because, like you say, there there are those podcasters out there. Um, I'm sure you can name several big podcasters that you think okay, they have a really good show, but I get so sick of listening to them read ads for yeah. other people like you know it and there's that like cash app and uh and Matt <laughs> yeah <laughs> i wasn't even thinking bitcoin i was thinking mainstream pot you know i was thinking tom woods or um, oh yeah definitely you know he's like and and i bought I, i'll be honest i bought away luggage because tom woods was always sh- shilling away <laughs> luggage and it's good it is good luggage I'll, i really mean cool. they're not they're not they're not paying me they it, it's nice the but uh, I feel like the king of the airport. That's what he always says. Um, <laughs> but, but you know, it's, it, it's like, I it gets it gets so tiresome having to, it's the difference between watching television and watching something on Netflix, right? Like you just don't mm-hmm. want to be interrupted by the advertisement. Yeah. And definitely. so like, but for the first, for the, so for the first year of this podcast, I didn't, because like you say, there's also the, the, the other side of, um, so mainstream or prior to any recent time is like if you wanted to do advertising on your podcast, you had to have content that got enough audience. You had to be able to have some have, have some kind of analytics to go and then go to a company or an agency and say, hey, I get this many downloads mm-hmm. um, a month or this many downloads an episode and then say, you know, Hey, if you want this, you can support me. You can, you can advertise. I'll read your ads and that gets you exposure to this many people. Mm-hmm. And so, so then there, you know, you, you've got to negotiate with them or I think, you know, by this time there were, there are agencies you can go to and they would pair you up, but still you're, you're having as the content creator, you're having to go forward and make this effort to find, to, to seek these people out. And so then, so I, I didn't do anything for the first year because I mean, quite honestly, I'm still a smaller show and that's fine. I'm okay with that because I'm not beholden to anybody. And if I miss a week or two or a month of making episodes, it's fine. Uh, you know, that's, what's great about doing this and not being beholden to any kind of contract on a, on a for advertisers. Um, and then I got on anchor, which is nice because anchor automatically pairs you up. But I've been thinking since I saw um, LN cast, I've been thinking, okay, so what, what could I do um, to maybe get off of that? Because, um, you know, like I said, even, even with anchor, you know, if you're listening to this right now, 
you're probably listening to it. I've produced it through anchor and, um, it gets interrupted. There's, there's a mid roll read, Mm -hmm. right? So like, there's a part where it like, it skips and it does some little transition music. And then you hear me, um, give some ad and then does the transition music and it comes back to the rest of the show. And I I find that annoying, you know, I'm making it, but I find that annoying. And so this is a really cool way. Um, I don't know. I don't know why there aren't more podcasters using LN cast. Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm rambling Uh, now, but yeah. Um, I think, I think the reason there aren't more uh, podcasters using Alan cast is that everyone or not every uh, podcaster already has a, a PTC page server up and running. Uh, so that is a little bit of a barrier, um, but it is super easy to set up. But I do like what you're saying. Uh, I, I also do think that uh, it has gone in a better direction. So like you said, you used to have to go to an actual ad agency, um, which puts the, the barrier, the bar really high. Um, and now all you have to do is read a little ad spot um, and uh, you get paid based on the number of people that go see that and enter your code, right? Um, so uh, this is just one more step in that direction, uh, making it much more uh, connected to your actual listeners um, and getting the value for the value that you're giving them, which you definitely are giving them value. So, uh, yeah, I think it's, I think it's a step in the right direction. And yeah. Okay. So I've been thinking about this. I've got, I have a Patreon, um, that nobody uses, which is fine. Right. <laughs> I, you know, my, my feelings aren't hurt. I'm not saying that poor pitiful me. So, but I know that Patreon allows you to create an RSS feed that um, only your patrons can see. Um, mm-hmm. Like when they when they sign up as a patron, they get, you know, they can click a little link and it'll take them to and show them the RSS feed, and then they can copy and paste that into their favorite podcatcher, right? Right. Um, I'm just spitballing here. Could I take that if I said, okay, I'm gonna do. I'm going to upload to anchor my normal way, but then I'm also going to do a version where I have no ad reads and I put that on my Patreon. So now it's behind either the Patreon wall or I put that into, put that same RSS feed into LN cast. And then, so you could either, you could get the ad free reads through either being a patron or paying for it episode by episode on LN cast. Would that work? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So that's, that's the big idea. Uh, I think it would make a ton of sense uh, for podcasters to have two versions of their feed, one an ad free feed, and one with ads. Uh, and then you put up your one with ads on Alancast, and then people have an incentive to actually go look at uh, Alancast. So I think that's a definitely a good way to go. Um, I do have some ideas about how to make that even better in the future um, that we can get to. But yeah, I, I would definitely suggest doing that. Okay. I'm going to do that. I don't know if I will have that done by the, by the time this episode <laughs> comes out listeners, but I know that I am working on that. It's going to be a matter of uh, if I can, if I can backdate episodes when I upload them to Patreon, that will make, the process much easier if i cannot then mm. i'm gonna have to upload them in order and the dates are oh, gonna yeah. be all screwy but that'll be that'll be fine i mean people can deal with it but um yeah i'm working yeah, on that awesome. then by the time this comes out i will be working on it i don't know if i'll have that accomplished yet but okay awesome. all right you um you said you had other ideas on that yeah yeah uh, i can go into that if you want yeah 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 for sure Okay, um, so to understand the other ideas, I guess we have to look at the drawbacks. Uh, I didn't make a perfect product, unfortunately. Um, <gasps> but I know. <laughs> so I think the, the biggest drawback to uh, the way Ellen Caps currently works is that uh, everyone already has their favorite podcast app, including me. Uh, it has all their favorite features, their uh one and a half times speed. It skips uh, skips the silence. Uh, 
and it notifies them when every podcast gets out. So users don't want to go to a, a website, a separate website for uh, to listen to their show. They just want to have it on their phone uh, a couple clicks away. Uh, so that's the big barrier here. Um, so without uh, without a, a change, uh, Alancast is basically, it's a good way to support some great podcasts, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, but I think it could be even more than that. So um, the thing that we would have to do is to find a way to not pull the users from where they want to be. Uh, and that's, that's kind of tough, but I have a little bit of an idea that isn't fully fleshed out. Um, but basically how it works is uh, through an extension of RSS feeds. So I don't know if the, the listeners will know uh, how RSS works or how, how their podcast feed works behind the scene. Uh, but basically, every podcast is one big uh, XML file. Um, and that XML file has like a standard uh, schema to it. So it has to have certain metadata in there. And then it has a list of episodes. And each of those episodes has a link to the actual uh, audio. So, um, what we could do is add an extension field um, to each ex episode that has a URL to request a lightning invoice. Um, so the a user's app would be able to go to that URL, get an invoice, uh, they could pay it, uh, and then they would need a way to prove they bought the episode. Um, but if they could do that in a standard way, um, then you can have a hosting service uh, that has actually two different versions of each episode uh, in one feed. So you could have your ad-free version and you could have your ad version uh, in that same freed feed. Um, and this would be totally transparent to existing podcast apps. So they would just go to that, uh, that link in the RSS feed and get the normal audio with the ads in it. Um, but, if you have a uh, an app that has onboarded to this uh, new standard with Lightning, um, then you could pay for that uh, the ad-free episode. So I think in this way, you could have like a gradual move away from ads. Uh, you wouldn't have to manage like two real feeds. Um, you could have one feed in a hosting provider that uh, that splits it up basically. So that's, that's the idea I have right now. Uh, could change, but I think that uh, that would be best. Yeah, that's very cool to have it to have it all in the same feed. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking now about it. Yeah. Right. So then it would be a standard. So uh, if you have a podcast app that that implements it, like that could become one of the cool features uh, and you wouldn't have to leave all your other cool features behind. So that's the idea. Very cool. Um, does this work for like, if you've got a, an RSS feed with, I don't know, do people even do this anymore? I know back in the day there were like video podcasts. I, I think that's kind of gone away with YouTube, but I. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, in theory it would work. Um, I would have to just add support for it, uh, but it would be a quick change. So if anyone is actually interested in doing that, uh, I would definitely implement it. But yeah, as far as I know, RSS does support uh, video and also uh, you can have like text articles. So uh, both of those are pretty possible. Um, I just haven't done them yet. So. so so is that, would you say text articles, and I know that you and I had kind of briefly discussed that before. Um, is that different from the show notes? It's like a different set, because I, I, I have a loose understanding of how like RSS feeds and XML work, but it within that RSS feed, is that a different section, like a text file or something like that? Would that be different than what's considered the show notes? Because I know that when I go on LNCast, I can look at the, I'm pretty sure right now I can go in and I can look at the show notes without having to pay the lightning invoice. But if I want mm -hmm. to listen to the audio, I have to pay the lightning invoice, correct? Yes. 
Correct. Uh, so basically, um, in RSS, uh, there's are like two levels. So you have the the feed level, which is your podcast, um, but it it can be a collection of anything. So it can be a a, a collection like a list of uh, articles or a list of episodes of a podcast uh, in audio or video. Um, and then, so then there's the item level, which is the actual podcast uh, episode. Um, and it has some uh, metadata there. So your show notes are actually in the summary metadata. Um, but for, for an actual article, um, it would be actually on the level of uh, of the uh, the actual episode. Um, so instead of there being an episode in the list, it would be like uh, just an article. Okay, very cool. Yeah, I don't I know guess, if that makes. I sense. guess blogs. <laughs> just, no, yeah, it does. It does. I have to I have to stop and I think about it because I'm a visual person, so I have to. I'm picturing in my head that, that, but yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So yeah, because I guess back in the day, like, I mean, people don't really write blogs in, in a personal blog style. Most people don't anymore, I guess. Um, but for a while people got blogs to their email. They, they, it was an RSS feed, right? Like mm-hmm. yep. they, they would just like you, every day, you know, you, you have your like, you know, blogspot.com email, feed uh not feed your email uh digest or whatever and it, w- it would send you like all the ones that you were subscribed to yeah uh, we i mean i guess this is still going on so uh marty actually got a request from someone on twitter uh to publish an rss feed of his uh daily newsletter marty spent mm-hmm. uh and uh so we gave it to them so we're we actually have an rss feed with all of his articles uh, on his website. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, that still works then. Okay. So yeah, that makes sense. And it's in that same, that same style uh, architecture or whatever that the, the article would go in. Okay. Yep. Definitely. Um, what was I going to ask you before we go on? Cause I do want to talk to talk about the TFTC, but um, Oh, I, and then this is just something I, I was curious about. So when, is there? I don't. I haven't seen a way to to display it right now. But this would be something interesting, at least for me, since you know I've got you as a captive audience or guest or whatever. Right. But uh, I'm just I'm just gonna show you all my ideas. Um, is there a way to to see analytics on which episodes get um, the most views or the most hits? Because from what I've seen. I can't tell a difference like on my, like if I pull up my zap wallet, mm-hmm. I can see, I can see that I got a payment that somebody bought an episode, but right. I can't, uh, but I didn't see any kind of like label or anything on that that says which episode it's from. I mean, let me pull yep. that up just to double check that I'm not lying to you or to the audience. No, you're right. Um, so you won't see that label in, uh, in your lightning wallet, but where you will see it is in BTC pay server. So if ah. you go to your BTC Pay server, uh, then uh, yeah, let me pull up mine here uh, so I can show you. Uh, if you go to invoices and then you click one of the details buttons for the invoice, uh, then it actually has the item code is Ellencast when it comes from uh, my service, and then the item description is the actual title of the episode. Um, so you can do all the, all that accounting there in BGC pay server, which is pretty cool. People are going to hear my clacky keyboard. I'm logging in. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, if you go to uh, invoices, okay, invoices, then uh, click oh, one of them. Details. Details. Yeah. Um, so that gives you the item oh, description. Oh, item description. Okay. Yep. And then uh, what's even cooler is that from that invoices page, uh, you can export all of the transactions uh, into CSV. Uh, so then you get an Excel sheet, basically, of all of your invoices. So then you can group by that episode title and you can figure out 
which ones are doing best and uh, and yeah what what topics you can double down on so yeah oh here we go invoice item description it's like column t or it is for mine anyways and then you can very cool yeah there you go and you can create like a, a table out of it and do a pivot, yeah. pivot table and, yeah very cool yeah btc page server is awesome uh there's so many cool stuff yeah I'll put links in the show notes if, if anybody hasn't heard my my uh, interview with Nicolas Dorier on why he why he created it and everything and and I'm it's honestly even from that interview they've added so much so I I don't know maybe I should reach out and do a follow up interview with him but I feel like it they're just they're just constantly iterating it's one of those things that like by the time I get an interview done and out they'll have more stuff that's already been added to BCC server that's already yeah on an definitely so. I don't know how they do it it's uh it's very impressive to me but uh, they have an awesome product I don't think he sleeps I've said it before I told him, <laughs> I told him I said I don't I think you're a robot and I don't think you sleep but <laughs> I totally believe that um and then you the other thing that I thought was really cool I found this the other day because I'm uh I follow the Ellen podcasts on Twitter is it um, it's set up and anytime a new episode is, is put out. Now I assume you're not doing this manually cause it just happened so fast. As soon as I uploaded the episode, um, yeah, I saw that it, it tweeted that, that there was a new episode in the feed. Yep. Yeah. So I do have a, a Twitter bot that, uh, every time an episode is added to Oncast, it'll tweet out. So this is my, uh, stop gap solution, uh, because people aren't going to get actual notifications uh, from my website, um, right. but they can get notifications from from my Twitter bot. So, yeah, that is uh, LN Podcasts on Twitter. If you guys are interested, LN Cast was taken for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So anything. Anything else in the besides the things that we've talked about in the works for for Ellen Cast? Um, no, nothing much other than uh, trying to get more podcasts on there. So, uh, if any other podcasters are listening, I know you guys listen to each other's podcasts. Uh, yeah, reach out to me. I'd love to help get you on. Uh, I think uh, Josh can probably say that been like super easy to to use right <laughs> yeah it, it has been in the few times that i ran into a little kink uh you were very very helpful and responsive on twitter um to to walk me through and and get me over any of the the bumps and hiccups so thank you for that yeah no problem so yeah anyone uh, that owns a bitcoin podcast i'm going to be trying to get them on uh the cast so that we have a a good selection of awesome Bitcoin podcasts on there. So that's basically what is in the, the short-term plans for Alancast. And I mean, I guess the way it's set up, it doesn't even have to be Bitcoin podcasts, right? I mean, it, yeah, any, definitely. Any RSS feed. Yep. I, uh, I think there's some opportunity for some other topics, uh, certainly in the libertarian space, um, because they're, battling the deplatforming issues with uh with patreon and others so um i think that could be an option um there still is the technical barrier that you have to actually run a, a lightning node um so that sort of limits the uh, the possible podcasts we could have on there but yeah it, anyone that has any podcast uh, i'd love to have you on there yeah, I, I will say for anyone who, who hears that and is nervous, um, that that is not as difficult as it might sound to have your own uh, lightning node. I mean, one, uh, I've got multiple, so I've got... So I've got a home node and um, I mean, you could do something as simple as as the as Pierre's lo- uh, node launcher. Um, very simple. Um, to to get a lightning node up and running, um, and then 
Um, but you can also, um, and I'm going to, I'm going to forget his, his actual name, but, uh, he used to go buy Bitcoin t-shirt or Bitcoin shirt, uh, mm-hmm. on the, on the BTC pay Slack channels. Um, but he, he has a great step-by-step tutorial on the whole process of setting up an online shop and a BTC, like a BTC pay server with a WordPress online shop and all that. And in that he goes through and, or maybe it's a different tutorial. I'll have to go find it and I'll put links in the show notes, but he, he has a really great thing where he goes through, um, how to get a lightning node up and running on for your BTC pay server on through Luna node, I think, because the, the, the great thing about Luna Node is they'll take Bitcoin as payment. So, oh, that's awesome. So, you know, you never have to, you know, send them credit card information or anything like that. So, um, I'll find those tutorials and, and he walks you through step by step and it's, it's, it's really simple. So, um, you, you can do that and you don't have to necessarily even run one out of your own home, but you can do it either way. Um, it's, it's not as, as hard as it sounds or, or, you know, as daunting as it, at what you know maybe even been six eight months ago so yeah and it's worth it uh it's super fun to use so i I definitely recommend uh, getting one Okay, let's let's um, transition them for a second. How did you? I'm, uh, this is just my personal curiosity. How did you get hooked up with uh, the doing the TFTC website? Like, how did you meet Marty? Yeah, so it is kind of interesting. Uh, I actually met him originally through the testnet version of Elmcast. Uh, um, so he was, I believe, the second podcast we had on Elmcast. And he gave me a, t- a bunch of uh, great feedback that helped me improve. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so we, we talked during that. And then um, I went to Consensus uh, in 2018 um, in New York uh, and went to the, uh, the BitDevs meetup, which is absolutely awesome. Um, and so I went to that meetup and met Marty there, went out and got some drinks and uh, – yeah, and then I guess uh, he was looking for someone to work on his site, and uh, he was really interested in the uh, the micropayment uh, lightning angle of things. So uh, I guess he thought of me um, because I've I've already done something like it. Um, so yeah, he reached out, and uh, I was all over that. Uh, yeah, he's got a a great podcast, and now. Uh, pretty cool website yeah it's 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 nice like it's just clean and it i don't know it's one of those things um i don't know my wife and i call it the pixar effect we we're we're big pixar fans and it's one of those things like if you don't notice anything about it it means they've done a really good job and if you watch well watching all the behind the scenes on on pixar movies you realize like how crazy these people are about details you know like (laughs) I think uh, I think it was brave. They they go on to this like huge, long explanation of like they they sent people over to to Scotland to like look at this moss to figure out how this moss moved in the wind so that they could model this moss. And you, you're just sitting there watching and you're like, this is crazy that you're spending this much time <laughs> and attention. Like nobody's going to notice. But the thing is, you won't you won't really notice what's off. But you'll just like something in your brain will just be like, this is just off, you know. But if you spend tons of, of effort in making it look good, it's just like totally unnoticed because it's just pleasing to the eye. I don't know how else to explain it. I'm kind of going off on yeah. tangent. I, I was I trying mean, to say it like <laughs> you're, you're the site that you created is clean and nice and there's nothing that jumps out that you're like, Oh, that, mm, that could be better or whatever. Like it's nice. Yeah. We, uh, yeah. Thank you. And uh, that's, that's pretty cool to hear. Uh, it definitely wasn't that way at the start. So uh, there was a little bit of uh, looking at moss, but I didn't go all the way to Scotland. For it, so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
yeah, we, we have done a, a few iterations of it and I, I think it's doing pretty well. Uh, yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh, it's tftc.io. Um, and there are some cool things on there. There's a dime bag, uh, which is going to be a collection of like little widgets where you can play with things on lightning. Um, the first little widget is a final thought generator. Um, so in, in Marty's, uh, daily newsletter, he has a final thought, um, on every newsletter. So he has, uh, hundreds of newsletters. Uh, and so you can pay 10 cents on the page to, uh, to, to get a random final thought and a link to the newsletter. So that's just the first iteration there. Uh, and then there's also, uh, some merch, which I believe, uh, they're out of stock in currently, but definitely will be more coming soon. Uh, and you can buy that with, uh, with Bitcoin also, uh, through BTCK server. Uh, and they have a contribute page, um, which, uh, you can donate, uh, just some Bitcoin or you can, um, set, you can buy like a, a thought um, that they'll read on rabbit hole recap. Um, and also uh, you can buy them whiskey, which uh, then they will drink during, uh, during the podcast, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So, so you do the programming then I guess on the back end to set all this up that like of, of generating the invoices and all of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So basically I did everything between the website and BTC pay server. So uh, my code gets the invoices and then uh, displays them for you and makes it super easy to, uh, to make your purchase. Would, would you be able to do something like this, like from a Twitter bot? I'm trying um, to think. If, if there yeah, would be a way I mean, to connect that to, a, like if you already had BTC pay server with lightning set up, Mm-hmm. I had, this is petty. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I had, I had this idea and I was in a, a group, in a telegram group. And the other day someone was talking about how we should, um, I said something to the effect of basically like, you know, like the idea of a swear jar, but like every time it, the best thing to do would just be ignore people like Craig Wright and just, um, but like, have a swear jar anytime somebody brings him up that they've got to, you know, put money in. And I was just <laughs> thinking, what if you had a Twitter bot that would, um, you know, like you, you'd probably have to set limits on, on how often it, it was activated. But like every time somebody mentioned him, you know, the, the, it would have search strings that it would run. And every time it would just reply to them, like the best thing to do would just be ignore this. You've, you know, you've been caught mentioning Craig, Wright. Please, uh, please <laughs> deposit, you know, a hundred thousand sats into the, uh, the, the CSW swear jar or something like that. And just like <laughs> print a little, a little QR code to. Yeah, to that would, uh, that would definitely be possible. Uh, you might run into some issues with the Twitter terms of service. If you're just Probably. commenting on random people, but if they, I think if they, uh, at you, then you could do that. So someone that sees the, someone used Craig Wright, uh, then uh, someone else could tag your oh, bot. Oh, yeah, then yeah, like, like timestamps or whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so I think it's totally possible. Uh, and yeah, you should do it with BTC Bay server. Uh, All right, whoever, whoever yeah. does it out there, I, I don't have time to do it, but if somebody out there does it, you feel <laughs> free to take that idea. Just just let me know that you've done it so I can show it. So Yeah, definitely. And Craig Wright related bots are awesome. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so what's next for you? Like, what do you work? What are you working on next? Oh, I don't know. Uh, so I'll continue to improve Ellen Cast, uh, and I'm sure I'll do more work on tftc.io. Uh, and we have some some things coming out soon that should be fun. Uh, so keep your eyes peeled. And other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm always looking for cool projects to look up, to work on. Uh, so always thinking about new things to do. I have a few things that I might do, uh, but 
yeah, I'm I'm wide open and uh, just exploring the world of, of Bitcoin and Lightning. So, yeah. Very cool, DJ. How can how can we keep up with you and your work? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, DJ underscore Seeds. Uh, you can follow Ellen Cast at Ellen Podcast. Uh, I'll probably post announcements on there also, um, but you'll you'll also get uh, notified after every new podcast or episode is added. Uh, and uh, yeah, go check out ellencast.com. Awesome. Um, yeah. So, like I said earlier, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be working on migrating my stuff so that I have um, a a. Oh, it's I'm tired. It's late. <laughs> An ad free version on ellencast. God, why is that so hard to say? Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm. I need to call it quits. I need to go to bed. Um, (laughs) so, uh, I really appreciate your time and, uh, I really appreciate your product. It's, it's very cool. So keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And, and, uh, thanks for putting your podcast on Ellencast. And I'm totally looking forward to the ad free version. I think that'll be (laughs) an awesome addition to the site. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. All right. You take care. You too. Okay, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, big thanks to DJ Seeds. That was uh, a lot of fun, and he's got a great product up there. I, I'm i about halfway through, so after recording that episode, I went. I've got about half of my episodes uploaded to Patreon, so I have not converted the Ellencast version over to ad-free quite yet, but I'm working on it. It should be out by um, the following episode. So I've got about half of them up on Patreon which is where the feed comes from. So um, if you want the ad-free versions, you can become a patron. And um, But know that only through episode like 27 is up there right now. Um, but if you, um, in about a week, or by the, at least sometime in the next week, by the time the next episode is out, that should be um, available either through Patreon or through LNCast on an episode-by-episode basis. So um, go check that out. Go follow DJ on Twitter. And Ellen Cast on Twitter, so that, or I guess it's at Ellen Podcast, I think is what it is. I'll, I'll have the in the show notes the link, so check it out. Whatever I put there, that's what it is to follow on Twitter for the Ellen Cast podcast, and that will update you whenever a new episode of this or, or uh, Tales from the Crypt or any other podcast that gets put up on there is out. And uh, check out Ellen Cast, it's a cool website. All right, um, you guys know the drill. Follow me on Twitter, Bottom Shelf BTC. Um, check out bottomshelfbitcoin.com if you want to support the show the best thing to do is share it and subscribe so you don't miss any episodes give us a rating on iTunes that's always helpful and um, yeah that's going to be it for now for Bottom Shelf Bitcoin I'm Josh Humphrey thanks for listening (laughs) 